Digital Insights, a training segment within the BCTGM Voices Project. I'm Michelle Ellis, Director of Digital Media. Each month, I will bring you a tip or trick for building relationships with existing and future members on social media. These are the tools to streamline your communications and help you reach more workers with better messaging. This is Digital Insights. Last month, I talked to you guys about some established basics that we want to have in place before we start to create paid posts on social media, namely Facebook advertising. One of these points is that you want to have good engagement with your people on your page if they're following you. Why is this important? Why, if I want to just run an ad on Facebook, can I not just throw a page up there and create an advertising account? and get going. Well, we have to consider what it means to find and foster organizing leads on social media. As I said in the last training, any organizing leads that you're going to be finding on social media are going to be high up in this funnel, if you will. And I printed a picture of that this time so I can explain to you what I mean when I'm talking about a funnel. When you're trying to raise awareness, about a product or service. This is like a typical marketing image that you see. You have these unassuming people living their lives, going on their computers, looking at their phone, and we're over here trying to raise awareness about unionism. We're trying to convert leads into people that are gonna join our union. So the first thing we have is all these people going into an awareness funnel. As they go through the process into interest, desire and action, we're gonna lose a lot of them. Very few people are gonna come out this part. So a lot of trust, morale, education, all of that needs to be built up in this process as we get people through here. We can use our Facebook page to do that. So I'm gonna give you four tips today on how to grow a well-engaged Facebook page that can help you convert organizing leads. So let's say you're creating your page. First question most of us have is what the heck am I to be posting on this page? An online marketer that I follow said something once that I've never forgotten, which is my customers have the same questions all year long. So if it looks like I'm here on social media sounding like a broken record, that's because I know there are people coming in and out of this funnel at all different points in the process but the questions are always the same. So yes, we're gonna be answering them constantly. So we should think about what those questions are for us. Who do we represent? What workers, what industries? What does it take to organize a union? What are my rights in this process? What is the difference between a union facility and a non-union facility? So in order to address those things, we wanna think a few things. Think about education posting things on a regular basis that can educate on this stuff. Things like your rights, what the process is for forming a union. You can find the kind of information on our website, our organizing section, bctgm.org forward slash organize. There's a lot of good content like that there on, on your rights, on the process, the whole thing. The AFL-CIO also has a really good resource at aflcio.org forward slash what unions do. 
They have graphs, figures, comparisons, union workers versus non-union workers. So there's a lot you can find there. Go check those two resources out and think about posting educational content on a regular basis. You also wanna think about things that interest you when you're looking at Facebook informational videos, organizing stories. The stories of other people are really effective. Think about posting worker news, current events that relate to labor. Anything that we post on our blog is fair game. You can always share links from our website. There's a lot coming out of the new Biden administration. A lot is changing. You can follow the AFL-CIO for good labor news and also affiliate unions. AFSME, uh, SEIU, AFT, all of them typically keep up well with current events in labor. Think about team building. Anything that will promote solidarity, uh, union yes graphics, the union label showing on products that you make within the stores. Labor history stuff really brings a lot of unity and gets a lot of reshares on Facebook. And then you also want to think about transparency. Any news that you're able to share about contract negotiations, union meetings, anything like that. I know a lot of the things that we do should not be posted on the internet, but when you can, try to keep your people in the loop and you can do that on your Facebook page. Tip number two is to be consistent. You should set a reasonable goal for frequency right out of the gate. How often can you be in here posting updates? Is it once a day? Is it twice a week, three times a week? Think about the time that you have, set it, and do it the same week after week, month after month. I know we're busy, so if you're concerned about how to incorporate that into your schedule, you can make a social media calendar. I also created an example of that here for you for the month of February. Going back to the content that I talked about, we could say we're gonna set a frequency for three days a week. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And on my calendar, I've said every Monday, I'm gonna post a current event, something out of our union or a news article or something like that. So that's every Monday and I've plugged it into my calendar. So when the day comes, it's written there. I know that I'm supposed to do that today. Wednesdays, it's education. And then Fridays, I've written in labor history. So when you write it in your calendar, it makes it a lot easier to remember. It helps you prepare to have something to throw up there. If you're really strapped for time, you could just give yourself an hour on one day, set up everything for the month and drop things into a folder. And that way you can just copy and paste something into your Facebook page and go on with your regular duties. This is gonna work like your favorite TV show over time. Your followers are gonna learn that they're gonna expect you at this frequency online and provided the content that you give them adds value and they find it interesting, they're gonna to learn to pay attention when they see you in their feed. The third tip is that you need to interact, you do. Interaction is what sets social media pages apart from your website, your email, your printed newsletters. And furthermore, the more that people interact with your page, the more people are gonna be able to find it over time. Likes, reactions, comments, those all trigger the algorithm in Facebook. If you post something that's very uninteresting and nobody interacts with it within like, I think the time frame is the first 30 minutes, Facebook's gonna assume no one cares and it's gonna stop showing it. 
On the flip side, if you have a lot of people commenting, interacting with it over a period of time, it's going to keep circulating it back around and showing it to more and more people. Your own comments count, so when you can, you should respond to people. If they have a question or something lighthearted that you can respond to, go ahead and do that. Furthermore, when an audience sees that you do respond to comments, it sends a message that the administrator of this page cares about the people looking at it. And that's going to matter a lot when you go to run Facebook ads and try to convert those into organizing leads. You want to be following and sharing content from other pages as well. Charities that you support, other labor organizations, the International Union. This just, it shows solidarity with those like-minded causes and it's going to encourage them to do the same for your organization in the future. You want your community online to be authentic as it is on the ground. Then tip number four, you do want to manage it. Unions are democratic organizations, as we know, so I'm not suggesting that you get into the business of censoring dissenting opinions, but you should have some basic guidelines. The community should know what's expected and you enforcing these rules is gonna help them know that you care and it's gonna protect the integrity of the page. Some really simple guidelines that we have, no profanity, no bullying or threatening, no complaints are allowed on our Facebook page and that just means that our members cannot go on there and post like, you know, I need help with my union representative or whatever. Typically when we put that disclaimer up, we also put with it the address to the international where you can send written formal complaints that can be dealt with through your union reps. We don't take those through social media. If there is a conversation going on under one of your posts that is within the guidelines, but you do feel like it's a little bit one-sided, you can go privately to your followers that are close to you and ask them to sort of chime in and balance that out. It is okay and it's healthy for people to disagree with your content from time to time, but this strategy can make sure that if you have somebody that's laying on their couch at night looking at your posts and reading the comments like some of us do. It's good to have a well-rounded picture there of a position that you've chosen to take up on an issue. You don't really want to just let people bash your comment for like a hundred comments below. If you can, ask someone to go in and balance it a little bit. I would not take it upon yourselves to argue with strangers on your local union's Facebook page. It's overstepping and it's unprofessional for the administrator to partake in that. I would just stick to approving or denying comments based on are they within the rules and let your community do the debating however they see fit. A couple of other management strategies that we use here at the International. We have a list of words that are auto-blocked and you can find this in settings. You go into your Facebook management account, it's under settings, page moderation, and you can list them off with a semicolon. However, I'm not sure what the limit is on it, but we, we just block like derogatory names and curse words. So anytime someone uses one of the words that is banned, your comment gets grayed out. And the next time that Karina and I log into Facebook, we can look at what that says and decide if it's allowed to be posted in the comments or not. 
Another management strategy I have used in the past, not very often, but once in a while, I'll remove a negative comment from our Facebook page and send the commenter a private message asking just for a little bit more information. Uh, sometimes you can tell if I reach out to this person, I can probably put them in touch with someone who can help them solve this problem. Other times you can blatantly tell they're just trying to be rude. So use your discretion. With, sometimes you can just get problems dealt with a little bit better through that tactic rather than ignoring or blocking their comments. This also discourages people from turning your page into a sounding board for their frustrations, helps overall morale. And it helps people understand there's a human behind this page. So that's all I have for training today, but I do want to give a shout out to the locals who have Facebook pages. And I would just make sure you're following these, your fellow local unions as well, and you can see how they're managing it. Local 42 in Atlanta, Local 26 Denver, Local 6 Philadelphia, 719 in Farallon, Local 85 in Sacramento, 22 Minneapolis, 433 Sioux City, South Dakota, Local 351 Albuquerque, Local 369G, Renville, Minnesota, 283G in Twin Falls, and 342 in Bloomington. Several of you probably have Facebook groups that you manage for your local union. I did not mention those because that's different from a Facebook page. We'll probably talk about it at some point along the way. If I didn't mention yours, if your local has a Facebook page and I did not mention it, drop it in the comments so that I can make sure that we follow it. We're also redesigning our website. And I would like to make sure that I get everybody's Facebook pages on there who have one. So that's it for today. I will see you again in about two weeks. If you found this content valuable, please consider sharing it on your own social media pages and be sure to tag us. We are BCTGM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For more on the activities of the BCTGM, go to bctgm.org.